Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Out in the cold, out in the dark, something's lurking at the edge of the park. People be warned, people beware, there's a storm on the rise and it's covered in hair. Hear him cry, hear him howl, looking for someone to disembowel. Claws like a hook, eyes like coal, feet so big they're gonna crush your soul. They call him Sasquatch. This is Yowie Central. Welcome to the show. You're on 94.9 Main FM and you're with Sarah Bignall. This is the community radio show where we bring you the latest on Yowie research in Australia and we delve into the vast and endlessly fascinating realm of Bigfoot, Sasquatch, cryptozoology from here and around the world. We go into all sorts of weird stuff, paranormal encounters, UFO sightings, you name it. And this is a community radio show, which means you're all part of this Yowie Central and Main FM community. You're all welcome to contact me if you've had a Yowie encounter or you've had freaky experiences in the bush with orbs, Min Min lights, UFOs or anything else kooky and spooky. Get in touch with me via yowiecentral at gmail.com or via the Yowie Central Facebook group if you have a story to share. My distinguished guest last week was Dean Harrison, founder of Australian Yowie Research. We had a fascinating chat about the groundbreaking, amazing footage he and the Australian Yowie Research team members recently captured on a new thermal camera. Yowie footage. Quite incredible. This week, I'm excited to welcome back to the show my AYR teammates, Buck Buckingham and Gary Lynn, also part of that team that filmed that incredible footage. Dean Harrison has released two videos of that footage. Check them out on the Australian Yowie Research YouTube channel. Here's Gary and Buck. Thank you so much. You're both legends for having a chat with me today for the, for Yowie Central. Really appreciate it. Well, 50 bucks will get you places. <laughs> yeah, you're the legend. You're the legend. <laughs> hey, I just sent you a gorgeous, sexy cap. That should be enough, shouldn't it? Yeah, that's you true. <laughs> Did you get it? Oh, I haven't seen it. I'll uh, take that and uh, look at it in private. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Tell Dean he needs to give them to you. <laughs> there was one for you, oh. one for each of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the, the footage, the incredible footage that uh, you guys captured, that Buck is the cameraman, but Gary also is the team um, that you guys captured. Yeah, oh, man, yeah. Do we want... all got it. I just had the camera in my hands. If Gary had the camera, <laughs> he would have got it. I don't think so, mate. Things happen for a reason. Things play it the way they play it for a reason. 
<laughs> I guess so. I was determined. <laughs> you know, I've been doing this for a long time going, and I've been saying to my wife, especially if it's in front of me, I'm going to keep filming no matter what. <laughs> but there was a no matter what, which was just a, a bit of operator error. But, yeah, <laughs> Buck, tell me about what happened when you got the footage and, and give me a little background about how, where you were and, and you too, Gary, how you felt when you saw the footage and what you got. Uh, look, I, I was totally stunned. And uh, given, given the fact that I had no kind of environmental awareness of where I was, I was taken to the spot. By the time we got there, it was pitch black. There was only 5% moon. And Dean and Gary were well-versed with Stickland Track. They knew where it was, and uh, this was the umpteenth adventure they had. But they'd provided this excellent vantage point to get in there early, carry as much gear as possible. So I didn't really have a layout of the land. It was all, uh, you know, dark and mysterious. And then Gary gave me this... um, a uh, very uh, thorough tutorial uh, on just basic uses of the uh, IR50, and and off I went because they were all having sausages, and I've turned vego, so I just went, oh well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what did you eat? <laughs> uh, I didn't eat anything until I don't know about two o'clock. I had some granola bars. I was just so <laughs> pumped. It did smell delicious. I have to say, it smelled delicious, and. Um, uh, it was odd going out there listening to Moonlight Sonata <laughs> as I crept away in the dark. And then uh, I think Dean put on a bit of Yo-Yo Ma. And then very late in the evening they had uh, 80s special and it was I went through the danger zone and I thought, is this the <laughs> song I'm going to get taken to? <laughs> is this it? Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I did think that was Dean having a bit of a joke, to be honest with you. Like knowing that you were up there in the dark, <laughs> I could hear it. I could by hear yourself, it. <laughs> you know, by yeah. yourself, two, two, possibly three in front. You got noises behind you as well on the opposite side of the track, and next thing you know, da, 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 danger zone starts playing. <laughs> so it's you know, yeah, I, was, I, 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 I think that's Dean abusing himself. Yes, more than likely because we know he's like uh, he that. definitely abused himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yes. so you're standing on that spot. You realise that you can see some some heat signatures through the floor. Uh, what happened then? Yeah, well, okay. The first um, heat signature I got. A lot of people think, oh, you know, there's heat everywhere, heat everywhere. There is. You can see the bushes. You can see rocks if you see any rocks, and sometimes uh, they can give a signature. And but this was very kind of dense foliage, so I didn't see any rocks. I just saw trees, leaves, trees, leaves. Uh, if one of those cockatoos in Gary's backyard had been there, I would have heard it and seen it. <laughs> so I finally got a, a bit of a curious heat signature up on this tree, and we're still looking at this. You know, it, it could be anything and it could be nothing, but it was what first got my attention. It seemed like a head or a face peeking around a tree, two heat signatures on either side of the tree, which were impossibly far in my reasoning to be a koala or a possum. Also, it wasn't behaving like that. It heard me the second time I said, I radioed the boys and said, look, I'm looking at something. It's pretty interesting. And I got a reply from Gary. And then the second time I said, look, it's looking more face-shaped, like I could recognise something. And then I think it heard me and disappeared. And I just heard like a, a, a jump or something settling down behind the tree. And people might be thinking, oh, why didn't you walk over the tree? You know, there was a two-foot embankment from the uh, path up there and it's thick, you know. So I went, okay. I said, oh, look, I have something. I'll bring it back for review. And then I didn't. I just spent the next 20-odd minutes going back and down, back and down, because I thought, if that's something, I don't want to walk away from it. And uh, Gary always had my back. Uh, at one stage, I was feeling a little bit lonely out there. And I said, <laughs> hey, Gary, I'm, I've got something happening around a stump. Do you want to get eyes on me and perhaps see if you can see what I'm seeing? And then Gary gets a great uh, 
shot of me peering off into the bush. So whatever was moving about that stump, I wasn't sure of because I'm looking at it through a tiny uh, viewfinder and I haven't had the diopter completely configured to my eye. It was clear, but it wasn't sharp. Uh, Later on, I went out and everything was sharp, so I was ready. But um, I went, I want to zoom in on that stump. And I think I said, I'm going to zoom in on the stump. And then it took about a minute. The whole clip's about a minute 15, but there's a minute of me going left, right, left, right. Where is everything? Because I can't see anything now. The footage is shaky and horrible. (laughs) And I um, see two more faint heat signatures. And I think, are they similar to the ones I've seen? And I think a reason they might be birds because they're at different levels. And then I see, and um, we've all seen it now, this uh, very distinctive hot glow coming through the foliage. And um, I've said, oh, I've seen something. It's human-shaped. It's big. It's massive. And there's no doubting it. And um, at the same time, I was trying to zoom out again because I thought I was missing the shot. And I radioed Gary. And I said, hey, Gary. Oh, not just radioed. I said, they're big, the human. Gary said, I'm coming up, mate. And I don't know what they did. I don't know if they saw him, but they certainly looked in his direction uh, when he said he's coming up. At that point, I'd stopped, but they both stepped out a little, just the smallest amount so you could see there was more than one. And then they took off in the opposite direction. It was very quiet absolutely quiet and i said to gary they've they've made you well maybe they made me who knows but um i kept filming and i spent another 15 minutes out there going up and down the track trying to find and gary was looking and then i thought i'll bring it back in for review for real this time so i brought it back into gary and gary you can take over here because um (laughs) you know what you did with the ir yeah, for sure, mate. So, yeah, uh, pretty much as, as Buck just explained how the situation went down, uh, there was a couple of times where I did walk up the trail with Shannon as well, uh, looking looking probably a bit less than halfway up between camp and where Buck was and just trying a bit, uh, bit of a pan with the camera through the bush. I could see a very small heat signature, but it was something that would, you know, you sort of put down to a possum or something like that, so it wasn't anything to really... Uh, get excited about. Um, otherwise, yeah, pretty much exactly how Buck, Buck described the night went. Now, when Buck did come down uh, back to base camp and grab the camera off him, uh, you know, as you do, turn the Wi-Fi on, connect up, connect up my phone to the camera. It was a very suspenseful moment, just you yeah. know, waiting for it, waiting for it to connect up, <laughs> and you know, transferring the files and that kind of stuff, and. Looking at this one, no, that's nothing. Looking at this one, no, that's nothing. And I think you know when when we when when we finally did get to the video with these two beings, like yes, we saw the the stump peaker or, or uh, whatever label you like to put on it. <laughs> I which, like that. Which the was, stump peaker is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was very intriguing, but it wasn't really the the footage that we were hanging no. for. So once once I uh, clicked on the footage of the two the two stars of the show, and they did pop out, it was it was a very surreal moment. Like, wow, they actually are right there. Yeah, it was, right there. Yeah, yeah. Like, like <laughs> even though like you're going through these through these motions and and you know through right through the the radio communication, we obviously know it's going on with each other. Yes, Buck, Buck's telling me he's looking at something. I'm commu- communicating with him. Do you want me to come up there? No, stop. Don't go any further. They, 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 they've, they've seen you coming up. So there's obviously something going on. But it's, it's like not until we actually sighted that footage on my phone, just this big moment of awe and wow and yeah. amaze, am, amazement that, okay, these, these, these beings, are, they actually are like within, within side 50 metres of our base camp. Yeah, yeah. Paradigm shifting. Was, uh, it was. Well, it was a big paradigm yeah. shifting because you can finally say to someone, "Oh, I've, I've 
film something like Gary did when Gary got uh, right. the two That's beings right. coming down the um, uh, hillside. Like I wish I was there. It was dirty because I have to work plenty of nights and um, I would have just liked to not even seen it but been near you when you were filming it because it is a great mm. experience to be with someone when something's sure. happening. Yeah, but yeah. The, 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 the intriguing part about that is the thermals that I got and the thermals that you got were both on the same ridge. Yeah, it, yeah, it, Gary. It wasn't it wasn't like, like like two, three ridges apart. It was the same ridge line yeah. that, that both thermals on two separate nights, months and months apart, were both taken, the same ridge. So we've obviously come across a an an, an active area that is well used by these beings. Yeah. Um, but the thing that I've been, I've, I've been sort of, you know, the last week or two, I've, I've just been thinking about it and talking with Shannon and just, just trying to work out in my head. And, you know, when, when these beings turn up, like as people have seen in the video footage, just how big they are, like we're, we're talking somewhere between, you know, eight and a half and 10, 10 feet tall. As as people have seen with the with the the height reference on the the revisited video, yeah, yeah, that, like yeah. that's that's great. But what's really been racking my brain is their movements and just how do they go through the bush so quietly? Like, there's no way that we were in base camp and we just as as we were setting up, they were already there. I don't think I don't think they were actually already there. I think they actually came to us like. We, yeah. we we all expected they would, but there's like they they just turn up. That's one side, but the the bit that really gets to me is when Buck's watching the, the these two beings, and when their time is done and they decide to go go their way, the bit that really gets to me is that two beings of that size, they just disappeared. Like you'd, you'd expect that Buck would be able to watch them. This this heat signature slowly disappear through the bush, and become less and less obvious, less and less evident, until they've gone far enough away that their heat signatures disappear. But they didn't; they just disappeared. And the thing was, we had the the, yeah. the two thermal cameras. So Buck was on his camera, I was on my camera. From from where from where, where I was close close to camp, I couldn't see them. Where Buck was, he obviously had clear view. But you would expect that he would be able to watch them move away through the bush. But it's, it? you know, like, yeah. well, like 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 a magician, you know, th- throwing his throwing his cloak up in the air, they just they disappeared. Yeah, I, it just it's it's racking my brain how how some how two beings that big can just disappear without any notable evidence of disappearing. And no noise either, because I noticed there's a, a couple of people have commented on on the YouTube comments that how is it possible that you didn't hear them stomping exactly. to you and stomping away? Um, or even well, if they were trying to be quiet, they didn't, you, you couldn't hear any sticks cracking, you couldn't hear any of the undergrowth no. uh, being disturbed. Well, that's, that, that's, that's the very interesting thing. While that, while that situation was unfolding, again, as, as you said, there, there was no sound. But after the situation had come to an end, or I should say that particular situation come to an end, and Dean went and laid in the hammock for a while. This, this, this is like uh, two hours later. So mm. Dean's laying in the hammock. Um, Shannon's having a quick snooze, as he does. Myself <laughs> and Buck are uh, sitting around the fire, just very, very quietly, just, just having a chat amongst ourselves. Mm. And we could actually hear them moving around camp afterwards. So you, you'd hear sticks breaking. We could hear walking on the opposite side of the trail from, from where these beings were. Um, which was actually quite close to camp, really. But you could hear bipedal walking um, down the embankment on that side. You could hear a, a, st- a, a stick snap on this side, a stick snap on that side. So it's, it's like mm. all the sounds. It's it's like they, they, they hit the unmute button yeah, right. after the amazing situation happened. And now, now that they've, I guess, left the area, they've come back later and now they're making a lot of noise. Well, this is it, Gary. Like, I wondered, um, you've been up there more than me, um, but the bush is pretty thick, and if you were to hunker down, even if you're five foot high, you'd disappear in the foliage. So if they're doing, as people have reported, you know, 
they're walking on all fours or uh, knuckle walking. Uh, they can keep close to the ground because we did go out after that. We heard sounds, and when we heard sounds, yes. we went out the thermals and we looked, couldn't see anything. And when That's I right. got that footage, they've come out of a very thick screen of bush, and I've just caught them there. If I'd been another 10 metres up the track, I wouldn't have seen them. That's how well screened they were. And um, I had no concept of their size. I knew it was big and had heft to it because of the silhouette. But bear in mind that I'm trying to flick through these filters and I'm only seeing it once, not like when we look at the video and review it and slow it down and freeze it. So I just see a I saw a really big being and I couldn't really make out what it was doing. It bent down and I thought it threw its other arm up at that time. And I thought, is there two or what's going on? Um, And it wasn't until it got the clarity of it being on a phone bigger and I had my glasses on that I went, oh, wow, there's definitely two there. But when I saw the one uh, come out from the bush, bend down, pick up something, bend down, pick up something again, I knew it was it was what I've been uh, looking for. And this intersect that I'm having at the moment, it all rests on the hard work of everyone, particularly Dean, who's been pushing for this for decades now, getting teams of people together, making sure that we go out regularly. Gary and Dean and whoever else are finding the Stickland track, finding signs of high activity, evens out our chances of uh, witnessing these creatures. And uh, so we engineered it to a point that if they were there, we might get lucky enough and we might get them. Uh, Dean had a, a chance, which unfortunately he had the old floor up at um, Belwood Grove and uh, he, he was kicking himself because he'd done his usual Dean self, been very generous, given us the good unit, <laughs> and we're down by the billabong. He's given us the good unit. He's gone out there with the old Nokia and gets his two magnificent eyes. <laughs> well, we're taking pretty pictures of water. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that was an interesting night. I was, I was sitting up at, at, at uh, base camp. And uh, yeah, Dean, Dean's off at, at his location where he where he, he captured the eye shine. Buck's gone walkabout. Um, I think I think Jacob actually stayed at base camp with me as well. And I I said to Buck, I'll come down and find you. So as you do, you know, with with uh, no no white light in the bush, so you're trying to trying to find each other. And I'm on the radio, constantly, Buck, where are you? I can't see you. I'm down here to your left. Which left? I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> And so I, I, after he has a lengthy amount of time, I, I, I found Buck and then we sat there, as you said, uh, looking over the billabong, having a cup of tea. And it wasn't long after that, Dean gets to the radio, Gary, where are you? I'm down with Buck. Oh, uh, get up here now. <laughs> okay, yes. well, where are you? <laughs> so... As, as as you know, is that situation by the time Buck and I got up to that location, this uh, this this being had done its tree peaking and moved off back up the ridge line. And do you do you yeah. feel both of you that it's kind of is it like job done, job, mission accomplished? We've, we've no we've no no. I'm I'm I speaking myself. I'm pretty sure I speak for the other for the uh, other guys as well. Is that this is just the beginning? We want to progress that that research into contact or communication. Yeah. Yeah. That's the avenue that we are trying to follow right now. You're listening to Buck Buckingham and Gary Lynn of Australian Yowie Research on Yowie Central and on 94.9 Main FM, the best little station in the nation. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What has been suggested to us is that some some of those symbols that, that these beings left for us at, at, at uh, Stickland, they were very similar to the, the, the rune stones. So we did a bit of research trying to find similar or close enough symbols to, to the rune stones compared to the stick symbols at Stickland track. And what Dean and I actually did was go back during the day, about a week later or two weeks later, I think it possibly could have been, and we actually laid out on the ground and standing different rune symbols that mean friendship and love. And there, there's another one that means giant as well. Uh, so the, these kind of symbols were, were put out uh, a, a week or two later to try and, try and establish some kind of contact. Yeah. Um, if, if it doesn't work, then we'll, we'll, we'll try another avenue. But no, this, this definitely is not the the end. It's, it's, it's definitely not a... We got thermals, job done, cool, gunners are happy. But that was the kicker for me, uh, Gary. Even though I got the um, the footage, that was a big thing for me. But the mm. mind blowing event was we've packed up, we're uh, now heading home, and we run into the sticks. Not just any sticks, like one big one shoved in the middle of the track where I've got footage of you coming down very generously to bring me a chair after midnight. And you walk straight through where the stick would have been. I've yes. got a picture of the log. Exactly. You would see the X marker, and you'd even see the little um, funny little right angle stick. Uh, yeah, so there, there is no. That was the way, thing that did my head in. Literally, no way because where we're not when I brought you that that chair, you were you were further away from camp where where the track drops over. It, it drops um, down in elevation again. So that's right. I was very brave. Yes, so crazy, but yes, i i would have I would have literally walked straight into those into those stick symbols. Yeah, they yeah. they were one thousand percent not there. I didn't care what anyone says, no. regardless of, of any excuse or any theory or anything at all. Those stick symbols were not there. They appeared sometime between, I'm going to say, two thirty a.m. and five a.m. Yeah, easy. Because we left, uh, we left there at one thirty. We physically left that area, and yeah. I've got footage of uh, wallabies going back and forwards across that area, and uh, they would uh, show contrast. I, I scrubbed through all these videos to see: is the stick there? Is the X marker there? No. And um, so when that happened, that was. That was a contact. That was another form of contact. Some people saying it's them telling us to keep out. And then going, you know, we, if yeah, keep yeah. out thing, why would you announce that we're here anyway? So we don't know what they mean. We, we have well, ideas, but the, it certainly was a message. It wasn't just creatures in the bushes doing it for boredom, like, oh, let's shove some sticks in the ground. It means something. That's right. So, well, the, the thing is as well, when, when these beings don't want – people in the area as as we all know it's it's very common for, for people to have stones thrown at them and if 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 people don't leave that area when the stones start coming the stones tend to get bigger and the yeah. the, the 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 throws tend to get more accurate and people hear growls they hear grunts we got nothing we we, we, we had no growls we had no stones thrown at us it was a pure. It was a. It was a, a a a pure moment of recognition, and a pure moment of contact on their behalf, laying those that that, that vertical stick, that ninety degree one, which I'm mm. saying that what, what what people don't know don't know about that upward like number four ninety degree type stick, is that yeah. that stick was not directly vertically straight into the ground, at the very base where it actually did go on the ground, that stick veered off. At a forty-five degree angle, yeah. so that that stick was not was again was was not stuck directly straight vertically in the ground. The where, where it kinks off on the bottom, 
it was then stuck in on a 45 degree angle. So it came out of 45 degrees and then went vertically up into that number four 90 degree angle. And then, the, then the symbol on the ground, the X marker, 100% no aggression that night. There's no. definitely some definitely some kind of contact on, on, on their behalf. Yeah, and that area where the sticks were placed uh, were close to where I filmed them, but it definitely was where I spent, you and I spent a lot of the night um, mm. trying to find them. So they're right at the crest of this uh, hill before you go down into the gully. And uh, when we first arrived there, Shannon, who's a bit of a stargazer, looked up and went, hey, beautiful, <laughs> you like stars? He said, yeah, it's a passion of mine. So there were no trees for them to fall from, and they're all different types of uh, sticks. The X marker was plain and simple. It was just, okay, there's an X there, and uh, they're of the same stick. They've been broken in half and put there, and then there was a, a giant impression there that Gary uh, got a footprint of, and you, it was a finger dip. Correct. Deep. Correct. So, yeah, so, yeah, so that, 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 that's, that's another point that, we don't often put on camera just for the fact that the camera a lot of the times cannot pick up these footprints. Um, like that, that, that print that I found on the trail days, days before, the only reason that I, I put that on Facebook Live is because you could see the five, the five toe indentations on the yeah. end of the track. If there's nothing there, I, I wouldn't have bothered. It's, it was the same with, 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 that, with that foot impression in front of the X that Buck just mentioned, that track was roughly about 14 inches and it was almost an inch. In, the, the impression on the ground was almost an inch deep. So I'm currently about 109 kilo. So that, wearing hiking boots, I stood beside it. I left no impression. But yeah. this, this, this foot impression that was very evident, obviously eye to eye, uh, face-to-face, sorry, but not through the, through, through, through the camera, was 100% a 14-inch footprint. You quite easily see the heel. And again, it was almost almost an inch deep. And that was right in front of the X. So, so the being was more than likely, that's where it was squatting or standing while placing that X marker. Yeah, right. And from that log, where it's behind the log, you'd have a good view down the track to where we were at base camp. So if we were... For sure. And I, I imagine that they would have been totally cognizant of our presence, you know, up and down there. And we have been back since trying to replicate it and uh, make sure lightning strikes twice by going out in the storm. But we know there's activity out there and this is kind of like our best shot at the moment because AYR get fantastic reports coming in, but it's usually after the fact and it can be, uh, you know, two weeks after the fact, um, you know, on a road, a road crossing. But this is different. Gary and uh, Dean have found activity in the bush. So there's a known area where they seem to be doing something. And uh, we want to find out more. There's a, a massive stand of bush about 50 metres from camp further back in. It's through this lantana, which is impenetrable to us. But it's quite easy for them to stand there and pop their heads over and see us clearly. And we'd be lucky enough to find their heads or their eyes if that was the case. I think people think that, oh, you know, they're so big, why don't you see them? Well, they make sure they're hidden behind trees. And we're always looking roughly about our height. We're not looking four feet above. Our eyes don't do that. We look at four feet above. So we look uh, level or down at the ground. And they've got a height advantage over us and so they can see more they can just go behind something quite tall and look at us observe us um their bodies are hidden their heat signatures are hidden we may hear a sound we may not but um there's certainly uh, stuff going around the camp and i guess for them at a safe def- distance for them to observe us uh without feeling threatened or without being exposed uh, mainly yeah, that's exactly right, mate. Isn't it? it's even um, like that when when we were down in the creek that is actually on the, on, on, the, on the the northwestern side of this ridge. When the six of us heard that deep old man mumbling, oh yeah, and you you went up the creek to investigate. You know that vocalization did not appear to be very far away. Then when you went up there to check it out, 
and you heard something move off through the bush. And again, it comes back to what you just said. You know, these these beings, it's this 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 is their their home, their lounge room, their bedroom, their bathroom. Hmm. They know how to move through through their own surroundings and yeah. do so in a manner that will not create any distractions or any, any disturbances. So, you know, it's, yeah. it, like, like, like I've said in, in the past, you know, if one of us decided to go out in the Springbrook and live for a year, we would most likely pick up those habits as well. Oh, definitely. And um, you wouldn't find us. If we had water and food, you can sit still, you know, five, ten metres from a track as a human and people will walk past. I've uh, had an interesting incident up at... Uh, Hazelbrook when I was with Dean I went back to get some water and some stuff and I went to the uh, bathroom uh, well bathroom I went to the whole world's a bathroom for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the bush dunny you mean <laughs> the bush dunny I went, the bush, I went to the bush dunny and would you believe it there was no toilet paper but no I came out <laughs> and lo and behold there was another lady and she was going to the bush dunny herself. <laughs> and I was trapped in this awkward situation. I went, oh, my God, you wouldn't read about it. So I retreated back into the bush, <laughs> well back into the bush, because she had a husband up the uh, track. And she's saying, is anyone coming? Can anyone see what Oh, my God. Please don't what, come over here because I'm just with the, pants the worst down. creep. The worst <laughs> what, creep. Why didn't you ask her for toilet paper? <laughs> I should have. Oh, yeah, terrible. Absolutely. <laughs> terrible. It's, a, yeah, it's, so. actually, it's actually quite funny. Buck in his toilet done. He's like, there's an expedition. Yeah. We, did, we, did up, we did up Springbrook, myself, Buck, and, and uh, Shannon, where we, we literally just made our own, our own way through the bush for, for hours on end. And um, we're, we were coming back, back up this ridge, and you know, Buck had to sort himself out. And he's doing that, and Shannon yells out, Oh, you don't go there. So of course, you know, it's too late. Um, this this big log that Buck was around, Shannon saw saw a big red belly actually go underneath this log. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, a case of Don't um, worry, what? the brown snake scared him off. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but you would have come to a sticky end otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Gary was a gentleman. It was great. I was unwell. I'd overheated, and it was uh, rookie one hundred and one uh, error. I didn't hydrate enough, and I was trying to get this drone footage of to find a new path down to the Narang Dam. So it was now midday. We had a a cutoff point where if we don't leave at a certain time, we'll never get back. And Dean uh, was carrying a hamstring injury from Hamstring Hill. So we need to be back up in time for him to uh, sort us out with lifts. So I was trying to get this drone footage to find out, were we close? Yes, we were very close, but I stayed out in the heat. Um, I drank some uh, liquid, but I drank it too late. So I was already hot, and by the time I was going up the um, uh, this escarpment, it was midday and I was really cooking. And uh, ever since then, I've done Gary's trick was I load up with the Gatorade uh, preload up for the workout. <laughs> and uh, I've been good. So good. that's a great skill. Uh, Thank you, Gary. Absolutely. That's the one. Drop a, drop a, a Powerade or a Gatorade or something like that the, the, the night before. Yeah. Ah, right. That's, there you go. Or, or get, get those, those electrolyte, electrolytes in the system already good to go. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Hey, so did you guys find any scat or hair around those sticks that you found? No, that that's no. um that on 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 the expedition video. There, there's a picture of me bent over staring at the upright stick. To me, it looks kind of weird, but that's how it was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 actually what I was doing. Like I've seen people on Facebook and on YouTube asking the question: if if these beings put them in the ground, then there should be should be hair or something on these sticks. So that's that's still shot of me staring at the stick bent over. That's me analysing sticks, trying to find a hair sample. Yeah, and it wouldn't necessarily follow that because you, you, they don't seem to have hair on the palms of their hands. If they're handling a stick or necessarily on the front of their knuckles either, uh, it doesn't necessarily no. follow that they would automatically leave a hair sample there. Yeah. No, that's and right. look, 
it was a very special moment. Suddenly there was a communication that uh, it was, to me, it was like some type of sentence that was being laid out because there were different sticks and they were purposely crafted and placed. It wasn't random. I don't know what they were saying, but it looked to me like a an intelligent message either for their own kind or uh, or both. But uh, we didn't want to go, let's drag them out and check them for DNA. And a lot of people go, DNA, DNA, that's the be-all and end-all. What will happen is you'll probably get a DNA result if you're well-healed enough to pay the 10 grand or more for a DNA testing. And they'll say, it comes back as a 90% uh, human, 10% uh, Neanderthal, 5% this, 3% unknown. So yeah. it's not very it's useful. It's 3% unknown. It's not very useful for unknown. And it's um, an expensive, but, unuseful yeah. exercise, really. Expensive. Yeah. Um, there, was, there was also the, the, the decision as well of because these, these symbols, this communication, this sentence, this paragraph, these words, whatever, whatever, whatever it's trying to portray, was placed there for us, there was a mutual decision that these symbols obviously had a very significant meaning to, to them. And if these beings, which we assume were possibly still there watching us leave that next morning, it kind of, we, we decided it'd be quite rude for us to just yeah. start pulling these sticks out of the ground and then, and then leave. Yeah. You know, so yeah. As, as, a, as a means of respect to them, it was it was decided to just leave leave them as they lay. Yeah. The other thing that uh, is curious is that, and this is always uh, difficult when you become revisionist in the trip, is that we. Uh, it may have been Dean or maybe Gary took some uh, photos of the hotel accommodation that we're at, so we could get our bond back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But in one of the shots, that, I'm going that's, that, that, that's what That's why Shannon was asleep, because he, he drank all the alcohol in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he trashed it. <laughs> <laughs> he broke some sticks. <laughs> the, manager, <laughs> the manager was upset. Um, and we burnt the furniture too, didn't we, <laughs> with the fire? Um, so in one of these photos, there are some very curious uh, images that look like two very ancient faces. Now, they, they can be pareidolia, but I didn't take the photo. I just noticed that there were uh, anomaly that bears uh, more scrutiny. So next time we go back, uh, we're going to take photos of that area to see if it was just pure pareidolia. But if it's not, and it was something else there that we can't explain, it would also go a great length to explaining the height of these creatures and because if that is something in the photo, there there is a visual reference that we can get. And then people thought, uh, quite rightly, we should have gone and done a, a tree measurement. But we bugged out in the morning and then we were uh, blindsided by the stick activity. And I remembered kind of where I was standing but not where I was looking because you get very night blind when you're looking through a monocular you just have all this light coming in your eye and as soon as you take the night vision away you can't see Jack so it was almost impossible for me on that morning to spend the amount of time that would be required to find where they were in fact Dean went back by himself on one afternoon and it took a couple of hours to locate where the most probable vision occurred. And he got up close. I was further back. So um, he could see more leaf structure and branch structure. So that would go a long way to explaining the height of them. If this other little anomaly in this uh, photo turns out to be true, it'd be great if it was, but I'm prepared for it not to be, but you've got to check it. That's what we always do. You've got to check it. Yeah, absolutely. And I've, I understand, Dean, let me know that there's been a little bit of international interest in your excellent footage from the yes, History I, Channel. <laughs> uh, I was going to make a joke about telling my brother in the UK. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, eh? It's all right. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just go with the History Channel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, the, just, just, the, just the History Channel. How, how exciting, though. How cool is that? That is exciting. Um, uh, if you're listening, History Channel, we're ready. Um, <laughs> yeah, go for it. Hit that green buzzer, yeah. go. Uh-huh. And what, yeah. what was the other? There was another show that had contacted you. That had contacted you, Big, Bigfoot, Bigfoot Odyssey, Odyssey or something like that. Have you done that yet? That's this Thursday coming up at ten o'clock. Awesome! You're going to be famous. <laughs> oh yeah, we're Yowie famous. <laughs> <laughs> Dean seems to have some preconceived notion that uh, we'll be like Tom Jones and people will be throwing <laughs> undergarments right. at us. That's right. <laughs> We've yeah. been out in the bush chasing hairy men. I'm going. Oh, that really doesn't compute. <laughs> you're going you're to need an entourage, I think, soon. <laughs> well, you know, this, if this this History Channel avenue does take off, and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not saying that. I'd like to do a TV series because obviously walking through the bush with a camera crew does not work and will not work and will no. never work. No. But, you know, even if they, they, they do pick it up for one episode of whatever series that they're doing, you know, it's it's still going to help with recognition for these beings. It's obviously in, in the US, you know, it's quite a, quite a well-known thing. It's quite spoken about. It's quite accepted that Bigfoot per se is – is out there, whereas in Australia it's, it's still lagging behind, and a lot of a lot of the community has come around to the possibility of it, but it's a lot more of a joke here than what it would be in America. So, if this History Channel thing does take off, you know that that could really turn things upside down for the good, and yeah. we can actually start seeing some uh, some very positive outcomes um, being from the media for once. I don't think we'll see any positive outcome from the government. I, I, I don't think they're, they're they're probably not too impressed with us, to be honest with you. No, no, probably not. I haven't heard. What, actually, what? Dean hasn't told me yet. I don't think we've received any mainstream media interest in that footage, which which is surprising. That is well, considering that they contact they contact Dean all yeah. the time, yeah. asking him for for stories and what's happening this week, what's happened last week. It's very weird that nothing's come of this latest expedition. Yeah. Yeah, very strange. Yeah, yeah. It's almost yeah. like a complete media silence on it, which is – Well, yeah. Even, because even, you know, if there's the, the odd report that makes a local newspaper, then the, the, the television crews, Channel 7 gets onto it, Channel 9 occasionally, you know, it's <clears> – yeah, it's quite strange that we've – Well, that's, that's, that's the weird thing. Like that, that, that foot impression that a friend of mine found out at Mount Barney – and she put her shoe inside that footprint. Uh-huh. Now, that made the front page of the Gold Coast paper, and that was just a footprint. Yeah. So you, you kind of expect that, you know, we'd be on a current affair and sunrise and, yes. <laughs> you know, we, 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 we'd be going crazy But you know, compared to that footprint. But, yes, yeah, surprisingly, like you say, yeah. Uh, nothing's happened. Nothing. But at least the cash cow, at least we could get a spot on the cash cow. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. But I, I guess, yeah, I don't know. I was trying to, I had lunch with my sister and uh, an, a really old, an old childhood friend over the weekend. And I was telling this, this um, friend of ours about Australian Yowie Research and, and Yowie Central and about the 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 Dulagal and and that that they're they're out there they're definitely out there one hundred percent and I could see that my sister was there and she was just the the look on her face was just so mocking and, <laughs> and I, I had to turn around to her and go stop looking at me like that <laughs> bit of respect for your big sister thanks <laughs> well my my brothers. Uh, have both accompanied on uh, my nonsense trips and they've been very good to me. I showed it to one of my brothers and he did this great thing and, hmm, I'm going to need more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need more. How much said, more do you need? <laughs> I, I said, if, if you don't think it was me and I know it wasn't the other guys, who do you think it was? He said, well, you know, some people like to have adventures in the bush. And I went, you mean they would uh, walk all that distance, come <laughs> near the only campsite for kilometres around just to uh, uh, enjoy the oldest profession in the world? 
are you calling me crazy <laughs> like that? <laughs> so yeah, he does need more. He will need more. But uh, I'm I'm very happy with uh, what we managed to get for AYR. And like I said, I was just the lucky guy uh, that had the camera that night. Everything uh, had to be dragged in there and we were spent by the time we got there even though this was the easy uh way in it we were spent so to have a win like that and then the sticks to follow it up just amazing absolutely that's exactly right and like yeah and like, like we know like it was, that that wasn't the end of the night you know sticks getting broken that that continued pretty much all night and they, it, 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 it wasn't like something stepping on a stick this is like like it Gun, gunfire around us in the bush. So obviously, you know, sticks or branches of, of decent, a decent thickness getting broken and you hear this massive crack and echo go through the bush. And, you know, some kind of activity pretty much occurred all night for, for the rest of the night. And then, you know, as, as Buck said, the, the symbols in the morning, footprints in the morning. And, you know, hopefully we can continue this connection with them and, come back with something even better oh i'm so excited for you i I so wish i could be there and come out with you i'm I'm green with envy and serious case of mofo at the moment not mofo fomo (laughs) fomo fear of missing out gangster in a sarah Um, yeah, I've gone, gone gangster. I've gone gangster. Yeah, mofo. You've gone all Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's Samuel L. Jackson, mate. Not yeah, Lawrence that's Fishburne. right. That's right. Samuel L. Jackson. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon's good. <laughs> I don't know whether you remember that. Well, <laughs> you, you, know, you, you know what to do. Either jump on a plane or get in that U to yours and start driving. Yes. Yes, exactly. I just have three dogs that... I don't know what to do with because <laughs> they're, they're, you know, because Jim works, our farm is two hours away, so he's away during the week and having someone to look after the dogs while I'm gallivanting around the bush with my team, it, it just, it's, yeah, it's harder to organise than, than that. Definitely in the next six months I'm going to make it up there for sure. De- Oh, please let me know because I will uh, clear my schedule. Oh, awesome. Uh, That'd be do, great. Big time in the bush. It'd be fantastic. Can you imagine that? Dean will have to get a fifth uh, <laughs> hammock. <laughs> we're going to put yours really far away from us. <laughs> Good. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, great. Thank you. <laughs> oh, funny. I would actually like to get one of those thermal cameras soon. I think I might put in an order with Dean when he puts in an order again for the next lot. Certainly on that level, whoever's tracking anybody in this country would go, hang on, there's a whole bunch of thermal units being bought <laughs> in Queensland. Let's investigate. <laughs> exactly. What the hell is going on there? <laughs> As you know, we get UFO activity around our place and I'm yeah. just looking at the sunset. And there's a bright white light over the horizon right now. It's not moving, and there's no way you should be able to see a star while the sun's still setting with with the orange glow. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. Ah, keep your eye on it. Get a big Harry. Well, there's no, I can't see. I, I can't see any other stars except this one bright light object in the orange horizon. Is it moving? That's not moving. Not moving. No, not moving, not flashing. It's just sitting Turn there. Turn your camera on. Turn your camera on, Gary. <laughs> yes, you might need you might need to hang up in order to turn your camera on. <laughs> Have you had any? I've turned my camera on. <laughs> <laughs> How far away are you guys from each other? Uh, we are. Where will we be? Been just over an hour from each other. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you can't you can't see it, Buck. No, I think even if I <laughs> – it's Dennis. <laughs> it's Dennis, yeah. <laughs> Dennis the menace. <laughs> no, I, I think even if I tried to take a photo with my phone, it would be too, a little bit too far away for uh, the, the camera to pick it up. Yeah. Well, let me know if you have any more UFO activity. Have you had any recently? No, it's been pretty quiet for a fair while. I've mm-hmm. been talking to a few people and everyone's saying it's been pretty quiet. Busy elsewhere. 
Yeah, it must be just just not uh, not not in this area. Yeah. Have you gone vegan or vego or just vego? Uh, vego. It was mm. a couple of years ago. Um, I've never eaten a horse, but uh, after the Melbourne Cup, I thought, ah, oh, if they're treating those racehorses as magnificent creatures like that, what hope do the other creatures have? So I've tried it. Um, but there's also health benefits too. I'm fatter than ever, which, you know, I'm proud of. Because <laughs> 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 I love cheese. <laughs> um, yeah. Just an annoying vegetarian at the moment. I can't wait till I become a sanctimonious vegan. I can't wait. I'll have a scepter. You're going to be so much fun out there camping. <laughs> I will be arguing. <laughs> oh, yeah. funny. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And I'd love to have you on regularly if either of you are up for it. Yeah, sure. You want to just get on and chat or you want to talk about something in particular, a particular case or situation, I would absolutely adore that. Yeah, obviously uh, why not? We can we even make, make a semi-regular thing. Yeah. What was, the, what was that, Buck? I said we love your company and, uh, yeah, it'd be great. Um, who knows, uh, in the next uh, coming months maybe we'll have more to show you, yes. um, which will be even better. Absolutely. And now that yeah. I now that I know how to work this this group chat and record it because this is the first group chat that I've recorded. I reckon we could do, we, we, yeah, we could get Dean in. We could do all three. <laughs> yeah, we could get Shannon and, and, and Jacob in as well. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that might get a bit unwieldy, but um, I reckon we can certainly have a, a, a team a team meeting all chatting together it's, it makes me feel less lonely down here by myself I know <laughs> it'd probably also be uh, good for your your audience as well just to listen to just general shit talk from 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 <laughs> AYR researching just you know just 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 a general conversation about this that and researching and this funny thing yeah. happened and that happened down there and yeah. he tripped over that and he you know just a, just a general thing, although you know, you know your, your audience would probably appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Get get some some personal involvement as well. Yeah, that sounds yeah, that yeah. sounds fantastic. Well, why don't we do why don't we do it again in about in a few weeks? Then I'll um I'll tear yeah, up sure. with Hook you. We'll, that would be awesome. Easy done. Okay, Mr. Buck Buckingham and Mr. Gary Lynn, my special guests on Yowie Central this week. Thank you so much for your time and my your pleasure. insights. Very welcome. Buck Buckingham and Gary Lynn of Australian Yowie Research. If you've had an encounter with a Yowie or you've seen a ghost or you've had a scary UFO experience or any other weird stuff, get in touch with me via yowiecentral at gmail.com or via the Yowie Central Facebook group. I'm not actually in the radio studio when the show goes to air, so I don't see any text you might send into the radio station, so email or Facebook is the best way to contact me. It looks like we're out of time this week, folks. Yowie Central will be back next week, same time, same place, on 94.9 Main FM. I'll catch you next week. Stay safe. Out in the cold, out in the dark, something's lurking at the edge of the park. People be warned, people beware, there's a storm on the rise and it's covered in hair. Hear him cry, hear him howl, looking for someone to disembowel. Claws like a hook, eyes like coal, feet so big they're gonna crush your soul. They call him Sasquatch.
be rich, you pretty young thing Better hide the glint of your diamond ring Your fancy jacket won't be worth a dime When you're sucking the blood right out of your spine Hear and cry, hear and howl Looking for someone to 